Anyways, guys. So we're getting ready to start here. How many billion dollars did Disney pay him again for Star Wars? 16, I thought, right? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Why did he take that offer? I don't know. Probably because money. It was $16 billion. Yeah, probably because it was $16 billion. It's ridiculous. I would never. Never. No. Someone offers me a million bucks. Okay. Someone offered us $10 billion to take over this podcast. No. Never. (laughs) Yeah. It means you see our potential. (laughs) Yeah. If George Lucas or Disney walked in here, despite my feelings about Disney, walked in here and was like, hey, I've got $16 billion for this podcast right now. Bro, they'd offer you a million and you'd say yes. If I offered you twenty dollars, <laughs> true, and I would have been like, "Best twenty dollars I ever made." Sixteen, no, <laughs> ten, nine, eight, Patrick, five. <laughs> oh man, I forgot about that. That's good old, good old SpongeBob movies back when they were good. Okay, guys. Okay. How should we start this one? Just kidding. We've already started. Ow. Welcome to the Brains in the Jar podcast. <laughs> We've been rolling, these fools. Again. I, I've, I've didn't know they were on the podcast. I've been rolling for the past two minutes. And, and um, you're going to be hearing from my lawyers. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'll be paying $16 million. You signed an NDA. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Not that again. I said I'd be getting the $16 million. <laughs> Dang it. No, you both signed NDAs. So, got him, guys. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I don't even know if you know what an NDA yes, is. Yes, I do. A non-disclosure agreement. Oh, hey, she knows what it is. Jordan looked at me like he didn't Jordan's know. Jordan's like, uh, uh, what? Okay. Is that another universe we're going to talk about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. The NDAU. Uh, the NDAU. Yeah, the, NDAU. <laughs> the NDAU. It's full of... Um, I was trying secrets. to think. Yeah, full of secrets. It's a secret wars. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to think of people who got sued over NDAs that I couldn't think of. A think single of a one. single one. Mark yeah. Ruffalo should have been. <laughs> Tom Holland should have been. Yeah, those I guys. feel like all of the Tom Everybody Holland ones are dies. fake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Only half of them, dude. <laughs> that that is almost worse. <laughs> the only half of them, like that looking back, worse. is almost worse. It was worse. Oh gosh. Okay, guys. So we're here. Um... We forgot uh, yoga pants. We forgot yoga pants. That's, That's what we went out Ooh, for. Tomorrow's our fun day. Baja Blast and yoga pants. Okay, so you heard it here first, folks. This is episode two. We're going to be talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi, but tomorrow we're going to get to work on Mountain Dew episodes. And yoga pants. Which, by the way, Mountain Dew owes us some money over all the advertising we've been giving them. <laughs> um, yeah, because we love Mountain Dew. <laughs> we, we were big Mountain Dew fans. So we got Mountain Dew coming in and... Um, and Tomorrow we'll be doing Yoga Pants episodes, which I kind of wanted to be a surprise, but you know what? It's already out there, so if you're listening on the second episode, know that that this gets way better in the later episodes. So much worse. Are we going to play the Tim Hawkins Yoga Pants song for the introduction or something like that? Yeah, I don't think we can get copyright claimed. I don't think he'd copyright claim us. Or we could sing it, you know? Yeah, I could just bust out my guitar. You can do a cover? Yeah, we'll do a cover. Record a cover tonight. (laughs) We'll just, yeah. Like, like. Maybe we ought to shoot like a little short film <laughs> music video. Music video. We're all there in the front yard or something like that. It's yeah, house. we can do it. In the yoga pants, showing off some cake. <laughs> some cake. We're gonna get some cake. We're gonna get some a ton of views, hopefully. That's for that. why men hopefully. aren't allowed to wear yoga pants because they show off their. They're too voluptuous. Because then we'd rule the world with <laughs> our cakes. The world Our jeans do not even do us justice. No, nope, Sorry, it doesn't. Ladies. Sorry, Adrian. <laughs> Right as I cut to her. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) All the work you women do in the gym for For nothing. We do have. Men just breathe and they're like, we walk and we get the cake. Yeah, exactly. We walk and we get the cake. (laughs) Our cakes walk so yours can run. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) And and we don't mean to brag, but they're they're just naturally better. <laughs> okay. Uh, have you ever seen that video of me in a Spider-Man suit? Cut to it quick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're not gonna cut to that. Yes, we will. Um, uh, I can't tell the story on the podcast because it's inappropriate. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna cut it out and tell you guys in less. Than, but back in college, um, I had that Spider-Man costume, the yeah. the Tom Holland one. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. I um 
we were it was during COVID and we were all so bored that we were sending each other like really weird videos. Funny videos. And then like any type of videos that if they got out, people wouldn't cancel us. Yeah. Like but they'd be like but it's just like, dude. Well, you've sent me. What some, are you doing? Some weird <laughs> Especially, you were in like a tight pair of jeans, and you like tucked your shirt in, and you like did the little turnaround, like. Mm. <laughs> I love that Cause, one. Because <laughs> I have a really good butt. <laughs> I, um, but but I was in the the Spider Man costume, right? And we're doing this video, and um, stinking. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I. I, okay, so I got it on a wide, and I'm like, so like, let's say the mirror's over there, and I'm doing the bit, right? And I'm taking pictures, and I'm like, wow, I'm like really thick in this Spider-Man costume. And I had turned around <laughs> and put my foot up on like a chair, and I'm like, anyways, I think it looked really good, and I had stuffed a massive sock <laughs> in, into my... <laughs> Into my, into the just of it. nonchalant. And like, yeah, and then I immediately was like, "Yeah, guys, I feel really good in this costume." And I cut, so it's like all you really see—you just get a glimpse. Yeah, is like a smash cut, and I kind of zoomed in on it. It was like a perfect. I, I'd done a lot of takes, but it was a perfect like zoom in a little bit on this area. Oh, it's so it was just this massive sock up my leg. Anyways, that probably has to stay into the final cut because like that was too good of an yeah. intro. Anyways, here we are talking about—we're not here to talk about Spider-Man or no. socks. <laughs> or cake. <laughs> or cake. <laughs> or cake. That's tomorrow's episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> dang it. I hope I, 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 part of me is like, edit it out. The other part of me is like, stay. Keep, keep it, it in. Um, but basically, we're talking about the Obi-Wan show today um, on the podcast right now. Um, uh, so let me give a little bit of a synopsis. I keep on forgetting to do these, and I don't want to do them so we can get – I want to do them so we get right into spoilers. Um the synopsis of the Obi-Wan show. Obi-Wan is stranded, not really stranded, but stranded morally on Tatooine where he's watching over Luke Skywalker. But he is called upon uh, uh, to save Princess Leia by her family when she is kidnapped by pirates uh, after a chase scene that went on for way, way too, too long. long. Uh, anyways, that is the Obi-Wan show. If you haven't watched it go watch it now um ha welcome back all those people <laughs> who just watched it and are back everybody else who watched it you know what happened while they were gone um adrian that was a really funny uh dance you did um dance i did well see because we're lying to the people who just came back <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a good time. I don't think anybody yeah, yeah. We didn't catch <laughs> that. Yeah. Sorry, I was busy watching Obi Wan in my head. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you refreshed. I um, had to. So um, <laughs> this episode has gone so off the rails so far. Um, <laughs> this is a dumpster fire. This is Obi Wan. Obi Wan. So okay, first impressions. Jordan, go. Go. Uh, loved the first episode. Second episode was like, eh. I didn't like Reeves' character that much at first, but then started to like it. Yeah. But overall, the show was fantastic. Yeah. Especially the ending. The ending was beautiful, and yeah. I cannot lie, I shed a tear or two on mm -hmm. the ending fight. Just mm -hmm. the talking between Anakin and Obi-Wan, and we'll get into that later. But overall, loved it. Rewatch it. Love it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I like it too. All right, Adrian. <laughs> yeah, I like <laughs> yeah. it too. That's I like it. Too. All right, Adrian, good. first impressions. Um, yeah, I think it's a good just like it doesn't, I mean, because it's a prequel kind of thing. Yeah. So it's a cute little just story and a little bit more into Obi-Wan that we get, which I like. I don't really have any complaints on it, actually. Yeah. I think I, I sit kind of in Adrian's camp a little bit where it's like, oh, I don't, well, I have some complaints, yeah. Um, mainly because I do think Reva gets redeemed at the yeah. end, and I think they. Okay, we're going to talk about people who don't understand. There was a movie cut of this made by a fan, and they added stuff. We're going to be talking a little bit about that, um, but the long story short, they kind of fix her character in that because they don't give her such an exhaustive intro uh, into mm -hmm. the into the series, um, and they make her definitely more of an uh, a threat um, and less of. I don't want to say. What was what would you say the problem with Reva's character was in in at least the beginning of the show, Jordan? She, well, I didn't understand it at first. Yeah, it, she just seemed a little too serious, too motivated to 
catch Obi-Wan, and it's a character we've never heard of or seen of before. So we're like, why is she so obsessed with finding Obi-Wan? Yeah. Why is she so, like, up the Inquisitor's, like, business? Like, she's trying to overrule them all, and you're just like, I've watched Rebels, I've watched A New Hope, and we've never heard any rumor of Reva as an Inquisitor. So. Yeah. But, like, after the story kept going on and I found out more about her, and I even, like, had the fan theory, fan theory turned out to be true, about her being a Padawan and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, after I found all that out, I was like, wow, she's a really great character. Like, yeah. The, her purpose and her mission, uh, her plan is actually a really thought-out plan. Like, yeah. She has been thinking about this for years. Yeah. So I, I liked her character. I really did. Absolutely. I, yeah, I think that's why, like, I think at the beginning people were just like, oh, no. They're just trying to find a new character to introduce yeah. and make her way too overpowered because everyone, like, she kills the Grand Inquisitor, but she doesn't. But at the beginning, you're just kind of like, what's going on? Why are they just changing it up like this? Yeah. But then it makes sense. Yeah, I think it's like, I think in this type of show, you have to have a character almost mirror Obi-Wan's journey. Yeah. And so I feel like she was necessary in yeah. a weird way. Um because he had no equal in the show. It was like, there's Darth Vader, yeah. which I think isn't mirroring him. That's mm -mm. a byproduct of his past. Yeah. That It's a ghost that follows him mm -hmm. as Darth Vader. So it's not, you know, I feel like they, Reva was really necessary. Without her, I feel like the, the show would have felt... A little weak. A little weak. Yeah, like it, its plot would have felt like it needed something else. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it needed a little more than just Obi-Wan's side of it. Definitely. I um, We got into Reva a little bit quicker than I thought we would, but let's let's stop off on Obi-Wan's character and his story arc through this while we have the chance before we forget. Yeah. Um, personally, I adore this transition of Obi-Wan. With that said, in the beginning, I was frustrated because it was like, I understand it's 10 years later. Yeah. But Obi-Wan was a killing machine in episode three. Yeah. <laughs> like, like intense guy. And I remember being kind of frustrated with the opening of Obi-Wan in the introductions. Like, oh, he's a has-been. Mm -hmm. um, and that's not really where we find him in A New Hope. In A New Hope, he's like, still that killing. Yeah. Oh, whoa, wow. <laughs> uh, he's still that killing machine. Mm -hmm. um, he's just, you know, older. Yeah. <laughs> we, he's a lot a older. slower. Um, and then, of course, it pays off really well. But I want to hear your guys' take on Obi-Wan's story arc and how you felt with him in the beginning of the show and by the end of the show. Jordan, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I mean, TikTok's kind of helped out with this. Like, people, before it came out, they were reading chapters from the books of Obi-Wan and his PTSD. And then I read a comic or two about his PTSD and his blame on killing Anakin. Yeah. Um, so I thought they did a really good job, and I was I kept waiting for a flashback, and we finally got one. Uh, but I loved because Obi Wan has always been my favorite character, and I always loved how he was so committed to the Force and the Jedi. It was nice to see him broken, and yeah. I know that's yeah. Part. It was it was kind of a good thing to see him broken because he's always been the same, like devoted, strong, mm -hmm. courageous. We've never seen him down before. Yeah. And this is uh, Obi-Wan we haven't seen. He's broken. He's down. He blames himself for killing Anakin and for the fall of the Jedi because he was his master, his father figure. And so I like that. But I also loved how at the end everything was redeemed. And we'll get into, the, like, the ending fight and the symbolism of oh, all yeah. that later. But I loved how, like, he was broken. Then once he found out after Darth Vader told him, "You didn't kill Anakin." It I, was did. Me. I that did. That was yeah. that was intense. his like realization. His soul like lifted something up, and he was able to finally make peace with himself, yeah. with the Force, with Anakin's passing, and that's why he was able to like join with Qui Gon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it makes him. It doesn't make him a liar in New no, Hope. Yeah, like no, he is doesn't. like seen has been seen all these years. Yeah, where he's like, he's coming to terms with a reality. Um, even though the reality may be in someone's head in a way yeah. where it's like, there's Anakin still in there, but it's, it's, yeah. it's different. Anyways, Adrian, yeah. go on. Go I mean, on your... I only watched it like as soon as it came out. So I, 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 <laughs> the memory's not that fresh, but I do like how he's kind of like how Jordan said there, we're kind of seeing him 
struggle for once. And I like, too, that he's, like, struggling to hear Qui-Gon. Like, yeah. it's not like, oh, he's got everything together and immediately he can hear Qui-Gon. He's, like, at this point where he's, like, no one's telling me what to do. I don't know what to do. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I like that about it, that it's a new side. It makes it's more personal. Yeah. Towards him. I would totally agree. And I think um, I don't want to get too much into the fight because I think that should be our finale. Yeah. But the fight between him and Darth Vader at the end adds so much context to A New Hope. Yeah. Because the whole time, like, Obi-Wan, right, he fights Anakin last time and defeats him pretty yeah. hard mm-hmm. and makes him who he is, right? Right. Obi-Wan is pretty... Uh, like non remorseful. I wouldn't say not remorseful, but like um, kind of like in shock. No, in the in a new hope, he doesn't like have remorse for that. Yeah, like oh, yeah. leaving oh, him to then, die yeah. on a lava planet, yeah, burning up. In that time, yeah, yeah. And I think like this show sheds a really good light on why he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Because it makes it. I feel like this Obi Wan really sheds a light on a new hope Obi Wan. Because like, there's all those memes. Where it's like, how'd my father die? It's like, well, I chopped his legs and arm <laughs> off, yeah. and I left him to burn on a That's foreign, on a lava planet. Like, uh, I think those are really funny memes, but this like almost, almost adds layers it, to him. It makes it make sense what he says. Exactly, and it makes the fight between Darth Vader and Obi Wan in New Hope another level because yeah. Darth Vader's at this point where he's on a losing streak with yeah. Obi Wan, yeah. and now he's an old man. And now this is another decade in the future, or eight years in the future, and uh, Darth Vader's looking to even the score so much that he's not willing to understand the significance of Obi Wan's death. Yeah. At that, at the time, Obi Wan before he even dies knows. Anyways, yeah. so I want to get away from the fight a little bit because we're gonna talk more about that later. Um, so basically, I want to talk to you guys about the controversy of Obi Wan a little bit. What'd you guys think of Princess Leia in this show? Uh, pr- uh, outside of the overly long chase sequence but throw a little bit of the chase sequence in there uh yeah. jordan i think that little actress was Perfect. phenomenal yeah and she was like like you said per- looked just yeah. like her. like if you were to take carrie fisher and make her a child that, that was, was it yeah um but like the way she was stubborn as anakin and as smart and like political even though she hates politics as padme and then when Obi-Wan was just telling her, like, you remind me of someone I know. And oh, that I was part. Just, oh, oh. The, oh. I get, like, the the hard throat, like, the uh, lump yeah, in the throat yeah. whenever. Just thinking about it right now. Okay. Uh. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> but, yes, I think she did phenomenal. Yeah, the chase scene was stupid. Uh, it literally should have just been, like, oh, you show the guys there, and then the screen goes black, boom, she's kidnapped. That little girl can't that girl run away from three outrun. grown bounty hunters. Yeah. Not bounty hunters. Would they be bounty hunters? Kinda, yeah, they're bounty hunters. Yeah. I would consider them bounty hunters. Um, so, yeah, I was just like, come on. But other than the chase scene, I loved every scene with her in it. And Lola yeah. was cute. Her little bondage with Bola. Bola? <laughs> with Lola. Ebola, yeah. Uh, but the chemistry between her and Ewan McGregor, too, was Perfect. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was, it was so like cute. father, daughter, like, just, ah, uh, Adorable love so, of life. How much yeah. he wants to protect her. I mean, he even wanted to protect Luke. That's why yeah. he's, like, keeping so close of an the eye on him. Owen. And I think, I know, shut up, Owen. his father. Shut whatever, up. dude. You whatever. His father. Yeah. I also but, got his arms off. And yeah, left, yeah, did you forget about that, buddy? Uh, you have no idea how bad this actually is, <laughs> yeah. sir. Sir, yeah. <laughs> but, Ancient, uh, yeah. what do you think of uh, young um, Princess Leia? Yeah, I didn't see really any controversy. I'm not always the biggest fan when they introduce, like, kids into shows because i'm like i feel like they're trying to make it like more towards children or something but yeah. i think she was great. i do think she was a little like she's pretty mature for how old that little girl is but yeah. i mean that's leia like she kind of gotta be mature if she's gonna be a princess yeah absolutely <laughs> but yeah i heard this really interesting argument that doesn't it isn't about necessarily um princess leia and obi-wan in this show but someone said, I'm sick and tired of the Star Wars shows. And I think I, I'll think of the YouTuber in a minute and I'll call him out because I'm not going to say anything bad about him. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm not going to say anything bad about him. But basically, um, he mentions, um, I'm sick and tired of all these Star Wars shows where it's uh, uh, a grown, broken man learning to love again. <laughs> yeah. uh, a grown, broken man learning to be a father. A grown, broken man learning to be. Because like uh, uh, Mando takes on Baby yeah. Yoda. Boba Fett takes on it's quite the same. Uh, the 
the malls. What are they called? The mods. The mods. They takes on the mods. The Obi Wan takes on young Princess Leia. But I feel like Princess Leia was was a really good uh, way to add more context to yeah. New Hope. Uh, Obi Wan, which I've never even thought about it before, but I always was like. Uh, watching the show, it made me realize, like, oh, that's why she calls for Obi Wan. That's why she yeah. knows him. It in, makes it make sense in New Hope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it might yeah. be a little like overused in the past, but for this specific show, it just makes sense. He has to have crossed paths with her in the past. Exactly, yeah. as where like a New Hope doesn't really give that context. Mm-mm. Yeah, the the only like. Uh, thing that conflicts with it is just her dialogue about it in A New Hope. Yeah. Like, instead of her being like, remember you, like, saved me or whatnot, she says, Obi-Wan, you served my father in the Clone Wars. He says you can help us out and whatnot. Yeah. That's um, true. But... but, I mean, regardless, still, it's, like, perfect. It connects it, like, how she knows to call for Obi-Wan and how she knows he's on Tatooine. Like, yeah, yeah. sends R2 there. It's, it's perfect. Absolutely. I think, too, it adds... um. Uh, I've lost my train of thought. Let's move on to... Uh, <laughs> we've already spoken about Reva. Um, I want to hit Owen a little bit, which I know is like a little bit of a... Of a Owen frustrated me. Not frustrated. I, I wasn't going to say that, but it's like he's a side character, almost yeah. of a side character in this. But I actually think I love how they characterized Owen. I did. In this way. And Adrian mentions he's annoying, which he is, but, but he's supposed to be. But that's the point. Yeah, yeah but that's I the get point. it, yeah. So what do you guys think of Owen at, uh as a whole in the show. Go ahead, Jordan. I loved it because it it adds more to the story of A New Hope when you see how much Owen hates Obi-Wan and he doesn't hate him, but he's like, I don't want you to be near him. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, old Ben, what they call him. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, like the whole thing, like he doesn't want him to see Luke. He gives away his, the present back to Obi-Wan. Um, like super annoying and I know Aunt Baru she likes Obi-Wan she wanted him to be there and she blamed him when Reva came and whatnot. Um, but that just kind of goes to show you Owen did love Anakin and yeah. he mm-hmm. was really upset about Anakin's passing and now he wants to make sure the mistake Obi-Wan made with Anakin doesn't happen with his adopted yeah. son Luke whom he loves equally as much Yeah, because yeah. he's lost all his family I mean he lost his mother which was Anakin's mom uh, he lost his father, probably died soon after the Tuscan Raider attack on his leg or old yeah. age, who knows. Um, but yeah, he he lost everybody, and so now this is like his opportunity for a family and yeah. start fresh, so he's yeah. protective. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. It's, it's For some points of view, it's frustrating because you're like, you're caring only about Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan's opinion and stuff. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, of course Owen would act like that. He's being a protective father. Yeah. yeah. He knows what happens when people are around obi-wan not specifically because of obi-wan but yeah. like yeah he he's a cause for trouble so it, it makes sense absolutely and again we go back to uh the last time someone really hung out with obi-wan he cut their arms and legs off and left them to burn and, and die and left them to burn in a lake a river <laughs> yeah. or of a, a river yeah, a lake a, a river a lake a river uh, <laughs> but, but Y'all know what I mean. Yeah, I get it. Gosh darn it. We'll put subtitles. I don't have to explain myself to you. (laughs) um, But no, yeah, I think it's actually really good. I I personally enjoyed Owen's arc uh, because, of course, at the end, it brings along the hello there line. Yeah, Yeah, I love that so much. He said it. He said it. He said it. What's the Leonardo DiCaprio meme? He said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's exactly. But but at the same time, I find it really relatable. And then, of course, at the end, when they're like, "We gotta go," yeah. she's like, "No, we gotta defend we this gotta place. Fight. This is the last place." Aunt Baru is freaking. Aunt, she's a Aunt savage. We nailed like it. Her. And I think it added another side to Owen, where he's like, "She's right. This is our last stand. Where yeah. else are we gonna go? Yeah, um, we it's to defend this place or bust." So they got guns. And held off a, a yeah. Sith, that was which is incredibly savage. fun. I mean, she was wounded, I, I thought. Yeah, but still, she but was stabbed. She was stabbed. I know, big wolf. For the second time in a, a spot you shouldn't survive. Exactly. But, you know. <laughs> Everybody's Whatever. surviving lightsaber stabs these days. Except for Qui-Gon. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Except for, you got the short end of that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I imagine like a week after Qui-Gon died, they were like, we got to fix this lightsaber stab Yeah, issue. not everybody's going to be dying if that's the case. guys dying left and right because nah. they're getting stabbed. They have to be sliced in half and then some. Yeah, yeah. exactly. 
And even then, they get sliced in yeah, half and because the sucker Darth comes Vader back. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Qui-Gon did get the yeah. lower end of that deal. Cause <laughs> Literally, out of oh, everybody like, who's been stabbed in the stomach in Star Wars, everybody survives. Yeah. Except Qui-Gon. Except Qui-Gon. He's just a little dramatic. And survives. And survives. It adds more layer to Obi Wan too, because yeah. that homeboy is adding so much carnage to <laughs> everybody. You don't realize how badass Obi Wan is yeah. until you get into this, like, and you put his kill count up. Yeah, it's dude. Like, we cut the one dude in half. We we shot um, Grievous, Grievous in the, in the heart. chest, in the heart. Yeah, in in these exposed guts that you exposed. Um, what other things have you? Uh, of course, there's the chopping up your. Best Padawan friend, and yeah. best friend, to your brother. Vader twice in one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then you leave him to die in a river of lava. Yeah. Uh, what's other? There, I'm sure there are other Obi Wan kills that are just well, that are iconic. Savage. Um, not the siege of Mandalore, but when Obi Wan was on Mandalore when Duchess Satine yeah. died. Like BA on that, he's wearing full Mandalorian armor, flying around on jetpacks with his lightsaber, portable high ground. I mean, <laughs> so cool, portable, yeah, portable high ground. High ground on the go. He's like, I need head. <laughs> like, but yeah, Obi Wan. Always been my favorite. Like, yeah. Oh. He's a classic. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. He's you can't every, help but like him. Yeah. He's everybody's favorite all day long. Um, so now that we've kind of touched on uh, the wonderful, wonderful world of all the people that Obi-Wan has killed. Uh, or at least gotten really close. Apparently, he doesn't kill a lot of them. He just, yeah. like, mangles leaves them. them to, <laughs> he just yeah. leaves them to leaves die. Leaves off their limbs, Cut. and then they come back in more powerful shape. Than Maybe he time. needs a stronger lightsaber. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> It did take him like twenty years to kill Maul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After he cut him in half. <laughs> so I think that like added insult to injury. <laughs> yeah. um, Just that fight alone was poetic. Oh my Maul. gosh. Yeah. It was music. Perfect segue, Jordan, getting into the fights and the poetry of the Obi Wan Darth Vader fight in this show. Um, I heard people complain about the setting, but no one really complains about this fight when it comes to the fight itself. Before we get to the fight. Go Should ahead. we talk about Darth Vader's introduction in Episode Four? Oh my Masterpiece. gosh! Masterpiece. Yes. Yeah, go like ahead. We haven't even started talking about Chills. Darth Vader yet. We're about to get into the final fight. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Darth Vader in this show. Jordan, go ahead. Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> That's all you can like, say. <laughs> okay. So just the first introduction where Obi Wan's hiding in the cave, and you just. See Obi Wan. He knows Anakin's alive now, so he's seeing him for the first time after just leaving. I him still for like dead. that. It's like and there's shock. no music. It was just quiet. And Obi Wan just looks at a kid, cracks his neck, and you're just like, "Oh, this is dark. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this isn't good." And then just burns Obi Wan in flames. We don't see him for like a, another episode. But then when him and Reva have the fight, and you're like, people are like, "Oh, they better not nerf Vader in this fight." Oh, they don't. He's freaking stopping the right table. Mofo pulls out a star yes. killer in this and yeah. pulls the ship down. Yeah. Well, that was also people were like, "This plot over too," because you don't see the ship in the background. And then when he lands the ship, there's another ship in the background that flies off. Yeah. But that was still yeah still a star good. killer thing. Just dude pulls yeah. down an entire ship, lands it, rips out the cage. Like this like is the nothing. Darth Vader. He's OP, and that's what he's supposed to be. Absolutely. And that's why, like, yeah. Fought Obi-Wan in their first fight with one hand. Yeah. Wasn't even trying. Just toying with him to see where Obi-Wan's at. And then when he was fighting Reva, didn't even use his lightsaber. He used hers. Yeah. He just fought with his hands in the Force, took her lightsaber from her, broke it in two, used hers, let her use the other half of it, and then just stabbed her. And he, like, he wants a fair fight. Yeah. Yeah. He, he... To him, this is fun. This is a mm-hmm. game. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a fair fight that he wants. I well, think he yeah. wants to pick apart. He wants, yeah. yeah. And I think that's he wants a, to play with you. Yeah, exactly. It, you're right, Mess though, with, you. it, with uh, it's a game analogy because yeah. he wants to pick apart. He wants to fight. Because he people. knows he's too powerful. So he's just like, mm, I'm getting bored. Yeah, Let's exactly. do something. He has to keep it and interesting that's why, for himself. Yeah, like I would like a Darth Vader movie, but like there would kind of be no point because there's such good Darth Vader content out but yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying like he's so good at just being that character in the show or the movie where it's like whoa like yeah. that's all you need is that cool scene that one scene exactly so Adrian uh, Darth Vader in this show um, obviously beside his like power and how good he is and how much we want to show what do you think of his arc, because this isn't—I wouldn't say this is a Darth Vader arc. This is definitely an arc. This is a Darth Vader arc. Yeah. So, what do you think of Darth Vader in this show, as a context of a character, not so much his his power and how much he isn't nerfed in this show because he is not. I don't know how to exp- like. I don't know because I'm so 
fogged on that memory of that that <laughs> that show. So, but I liked it. Like he's very like I don't know because I don't really see the arc. He just comes in already like he's Darth Vader. He comes in really hot. He and comes heavy. in yeah. really hot and heavy. Yeah, and it's just that way the whole way through. Absolutely, I loved. Um, Jordan made a comment, or Jordan showed us a video about Darth Vader and Obi-Wan's first encounter, which is freaking hilarious. And we're going to quote it and we're going to butcher it. But Jordan wants that quote without the mother effers in that. Where, oh, yeah. Where he's talking about... With Hayden Christensen Darth- is talking about it, but Obi-Wan's talking about it. Yeah, where he's like, Obi-Wan... And he talks he, in a British so, accent. You yeah, showed it to he, us last night. He drags him through the fire and he's like, oh. that's how it feels, mofo. <laughs> and then Obi-Wan's there like, oh, crap, this, this is how, how it felt. Feels. Yeah, he's like... Uh, Darth Vader's dragging Obi-Wan through the fire. He's like, Mother Effa, this is what it felt like. And then Obi-Wan's like, Oh, Mother Effa, this, this is, is what, what it felt, felt like. like. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that video. That, that's the, that's the video. Yeah. We're talking about. That is like such a good explanation yeah. of that yeah. whole scene in like a really intense scene, a really complex scene put into a, into a small, a small, small window. Yeah. yeah, that's how you would describe it. Um, but he is actively pushing him through what he thinks he felt yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> he's, what he's trying, trying to get to justice. Like, yeah. Kind of, but yeah. He's, he's trying to trying make to him it feel even. it. Yeah, trying to get things even. And then going into the final fight yeah. with Obi-Wan. Dang, what a good fight. That, by the way... I'm not a crier for movies. Yeah. I say that every all the time. <laughs> no, no, but you cry. You're a crier. You're a crier. You watch the bucket list. Thirteen <laughs> How hours. Did you not cry at those. <laughs> you ones? didn't need to expose me on the dang bucket list. <laughs> all of, we didn't talk about that. At all. <laughs> the we talked okay. about the other ones. Is, is this camera the one we're looking at? This, That's the wide. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Just so you know, we're watching the bucket list, and all you hear at the end of the movie is. <laughs> I had heat and stroke. Me, <laughs> I had whatever. Me heat and stroke. his dad turn around and we just look at CJ. He's like, you guys didn't tell me it was going to be this sad. And he's wiping tears from his eyes. I had heat stroke. Gosh dang it. Heat stroke I had heat in stroke. the winter. So it was the middle of summer. We were roofing the top of the roof. And I got a heat stroke. So you cry? I had a temperature of 103, and then y'all make me, y'all sit me down and make me watch the bucket list <laughs> like a bunch of freaking animals, bunch of dirty, filthy animals make me watch the bucket list <laughs> Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson dying and crap. Okay, Spoilers okay. How list. do you explain the, like, several thousand times we watched End of Watch and every single time... Every time. I only <laughs> cried the one time. No, you watched of Watch. CJ, you're a crier. Get if over it. If I played that scene right now, you guys would just see CJ in the I'm background. I'm not a crier, guys. Uh, dang it. I'm, <laughs> I'm not a crier. <laughs> Careful, John. Get you guys. Stop it right now. I'm not a crier, damn it. <laughs> oh, Listen, sweetie. I'm so good at watching movies, I don't cry at all. I don't watch <laughs> I want just a boy to strike pajamas. Oh my god! Okay, I'm sure that'll make every grown man cry. Okay, back to your tearful uh, anyway. encounter of the last episode. <sighs> You're a man, CJ. Don't worry. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> No one wants to hear your side of things. We don't want your opinion. That's why you're on the podcast. That's why you're on my show. <laughs> I'm going to bleep all that out. Yeah, I'm getting this. This is getting cut. I don't care how much you like it. This is getting cut. <laughs> you guys okay. suck. Hey, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Yes, you did. <laughs> You laughed at me. No. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna joker the crap out of you guys in a minute. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. Joker. My cheeks hurt. <laughs> I can't do this. I can't finish. I can't do this. I don't even know what we were talking about. No, oh, yeah. I know what you're not a crier. So much context. Okay, just go, just go. You're about to cry. You're not a crier. Counter. <laughs> Crier, but this show made me like the well up in my throat thing happened and it was great and like towards the end especially because it was like Obi-Wan is like coming to terms with not just what is the reality but his own actions mm-hmm. yeah he's coming to terms with like uh, what he did and he's forgiving himself for what he did and it, it's sad to say the scenarios because what he did was pretty bad yeah, you look yeah. Back on the context of what Obi-Wan did to Anakin 
even though it may have been called for 100%, he still chopped up a, his, yeah. his best brother, friend and left him there best to friend burn. Left him to burn. While he gave up speech. Uh, yeah. yeah. I love you, Anakin. Wait, stop your screaming in agony. I need to say something. <laughs> <laughs> that's, sorry. That's one thing I wish they had in Revenge of the Sith more during their fight. They yeah. saved all the dialogue until Anakin was cut in pieces. Yeah, and like, he's like, I love you. It would have been you. nice to have some dialogue while they were fighting. Like, yeah, while like, they're like in that position where they're both he holding said each other's something. lightsabers. They're yeah. like, I'm sorry, Anakin, I failed you there. Instead of after he cuts his limbs off. Like, See, I think, though... Now, George Lucas is notorious for dialogue. You guys know yes. that, right? Yeah. And, and yes. the prequels, is, if you watch the prequels, you're like, that was a weird thing to say, guys. Yeah. <laughs> that was um, kind of weird. Uh, but but I think that was actually a genius little, like, a dialogue for on George Lucas's part because it's the moment where Obi-Wan can say whatever he wants without yeah. Anakin interrupting. And their whole relationship so far has been a product of Anakin's response. That's yeah. true. Now and I so can't. I, yeah, I think, like, the chance where he's, like, get to shut him up with, you know, chopping his arms off and legs. Like, it's his moment to express himself in this remorse and stuff. So I think He's he, letting it all out. Yeah, he's letting it all out. And then he doesn't hold on to that. He moves on from it, but he's still broken now up. Now he's over broken what, from the next he feels thing. feels guilty about breaching to him after he chopped his arms and legs. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, he's like, maybe that wasn't. A, maybe that was a little far. Maybe that was a little too much. Yeah, maybe I should just like left a leg or something. Yeah, <laughs> just give him something. Yeah, now he has no legs. Now he's a net, net, net zero <laughs> on legs right there, uh, and arms technically. And he got everything. his good one right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Homeboy oh, won't mess it around when it comes to chopping limbs off. Oh, he planned it. His right arm was the mechanical one. He's just like the left one's the real one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think uh, he goes through an amazing arc in this coming out into the fight, where then he gets to express like forgiveness for himself. Yeah. Jordan, what other thoughts do you have on the fight? You you mentioned a lot of poetry and stuff. What exactly are you thinking on this one? Okay, well, there was the callback to Revenge of the Sith uh, where Obi-Wan said, I will do what I must. And he said the exact same thing and then yeah. took the same stance, too. But then the dialogue changed with Anakin. Oh, yeah, I liked and that. he said, then... Uh, he, it, you, uh, he says... In the you first one, he try. tries, you will yeah, try. Yeah, you will try, yeah. is what Anakin said. And then Darth Vader said, then you will die. Yeah. yeah. So like, He's oh, like, it's all or nothing so now. So, yeah, that was, that was one of the things. Um, and then they had some of the same fight moves that they had in Revenge yeah. of the Sith be the same. Um, it's almost like like Vader was trying to recreate the fight, but yeah. win. Yeah, like exactly. He wants that exact, he wants that moment back. Yeah. Yeah, and then... The, uh, the the poetry thing I was talking about is when Obi Wan cut Darth Vader's mask down the middle. That's beautiful. When Obi Wan's lightsaber is up, you see the blue reflecting on the face, and it was when Anakin was talking to him. I'm not your failure, Obi Wan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't kill him, and then it turns to the red when Darth Vader picks his lightsaber up, and the red is reflecting on the face, knowing Darth Vader's talking now. He says, "You didn't kill him, Obi Wan. I, I did. did. Yeah. And I was just it's like, like dang. Yeah. Yeah." But, it, it is such a good moment. Yeah. And that whole thing, especially because Ewan McGregor, that's the part that broke me. Yeah. Because Ewan, Ewan McGregor, like, tears up. Obi-Wan tears up. And he's like, then my friend is truly gone. Like, yeah. yeah. It's almost as if Obi-Wan heard that Anakin was alive. And, and was, was hoping. And there was yeah. a little bit of him that was like. I could save him. Hoping that he wanted his friend back. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. The, the part that just made my, like, throat in the... I actually, like, a tear came down when he said this. When he apologized and Ewan McGregor's voice yeah. broke and he's like, oh. I'm sorry, Anakin, for all of it. When he said for all of it, Dude. his voice cracked and I saw the tears. Uh, like, the Dude. lump in my throat I was like... Mm. I can't and do this. And the tears started to come down. I was like, okay. And Bailey was looking at me. She's like, seriously, babe? Seriously? I'm like, you don't understand. You don't get it, woman. Like, get it. This Star Wars was before cry. Marvel for me. Yeah. Like... You this is my life. It. Like when R2 popped up at the end of The Mandalorian Season 2 with Luke. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I, I cried. I saw. I on our honeymoon, okay? <laughs> I made us drive to a Starbucks 
So, because we had no so service. So he can have Wi-Fi. Yeah. So I made us drive to a Starbucks during our honeymoon so we could watch the last episode of Mandalorian. And it was tears of joy. That like, was I didn't amazing. even cry at my wedding. Okay? <laughs> but he cried for this. When yeah. Luke yeah. and R2 popped up, and I was like, you don't know what this means for Star Wars fans, because they have done Luke an injustice in the series. Oh, they and totally so to have. Have his, yeah. like, redemption in The Mandalorian, and then to see R2 again reenact with Grogu. The so cute. He did almost with Yoda. So cute. On, yeah, not Yavin. Um, uh, Yavin 4. Yavin 4, yeah. Uh, I was just like, oh, my gosh. Yes. 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 I think that, yeah, it's yeah. it's a whole thing. But when <laughs> yeah, that he, could be a whole nother. Yeah, that could be a whole nother thing. Is 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 the Mandalorian? I don't think we talked about the Mandalorian. I don't in think we have either. Two. No, but season three comes out next year, early March of next year. So we could do an episode on that when it yeah. comes out. Oh, there you go. There you go. I, that's our plan then. <laughs> but um, but like when I I forgot about the I'm sorry for all of it. Like, <sighs> I that was probably the part where I'm like, oh dang it. I expected to watch a Star Wars. <laughs> I expect to be crying in my room. <laughs> like this a, isn't what I planned for a Saturday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, gosh, dang it! Now I look like a fool if anybody <laughs> saw me. But, uh, but yeah, the, the I'm sorry, Anakin, and the way he addresses him yeah. for all of it. He's not just apologizing for chopping his arms and legs off and yeah. leaving him by no, a fire. For, and for messing everything up. No, basically. but for yeah, for raising him wrong. Wrong. Yeah, yeah. because I think yeah, and. There's, I think you said something about it, how, like, he went too hard on trying to raise him the yeah. way he thought that it should have been, that he didn't actually, like, give Anakin any freedom or anything, like, yeah. to actually make his own mistakes. And yeah. I, th- I think at the same, in that same breath, you can also make the argument that Obi-Wan tried to raise him, not like a father, he tried to be his raise friend him and like his, a, brother. his brother, yeah. the way that... Because Qui Gon was his father. Yeah. yeah, that's the way that Obi Wan yeah, saw you... him. When in reality, he should have been. A, he needed a father. Obi Wan should have been his dad. Yeah. yeah, and instead he leaves him out to dry, and and is like, no, we're equals. Yeah, and and but that shouldn't have been the way it was. No. He yeah. should have been his father. So in Episode Two, that's what Anakin even says to him when they walk into that cantina. Yes. He's just like, come on, Obi Wan, you're the closest thing I have to a father. Uh, but that's another thing, and. Um, Phantom Menace there's a reason why and George Lucas and actually it was Dave Filoni who commented on this during a Mandalorian interview the reason why the song is called Duel of the Fates is not the fate of who's going to win the battle between Qui-Gon Obi-Wan versus Darth Maul it's the fate of Anakin Anakin's Skywalker l- like yeah. future. if Maul kills Obi-Wan the Padawan for Anakin is going to be Qui-Gon and he's going to be raised like a father, like a father figure. What yeah. Anakin needed, and that's the dark side. Would have been completely happen. different. But if Qui Gon gets killed, and that's the only person who truly understands Anakin and the dark side and the Chosen One, all that stuff. If he gets killed, then the fate is left to Obi Wan to train him, and so we that's see what why happens. it's duel of the fates. It's yeah. the fate that's of good. the Star Wars universe. The fate of Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, and I think too, like. Um, it makes you wonder the relationship between Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon mm-hmm. because it's like, does Obi-Wan regret or resent Qui-Gon Anakin, or Anakin because he saw oh. Obi- he saw Qui-Gon love him more, more. Yeah. or he saw Qui-Gon Put try more to, effort. exactly. He saw Qui-Gon try to raise him like a son while he was already, oh, while Obi-Wan was already his Padawan. He went to the council and said, I will take him as my Padawan. Exactly. Yeah. And, and Go ahead. Oh, and he probably, uh, man, I can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> no, well, sorry. he's probably like, like he doesn't want to fill the shoes of Qui-Gon. He doesn't want to be what Qui-Gon would have been. He wants to just do what Qui-Gon needed to yeah, do. Yeah, and it also makes, like, that's why I'm saying it kind of makes you wonder about the relationship of Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon because was Obi-Wan raised as Qui-Gon's son or as his or, Padawan? Yeah. Because if he was his son, is he resenting... Anakin as a little brother, or was An- Obi-Wan raised as his Padawan the same way that yeah, he's Anakin, raising him up. he raised Anakin? Yeah, that because then it adds that element of like, well, then he was like, well, no, gosh darn it, this is how you do yeah, it. Yeah, this is how Qui-Gon, I was. Qui-Gon got stopped in his old age and was trying to baby this boy. That makes sense. But, but I'm going to raise him right. Yeah. And it makes you wonder, like, there is no attachment between me and him. Yeah, and then of course you get to get to this show where it then has that peak where he apologizes. It has that you know final resolve where he realizes the way he should have 
raised yeah. Anakin. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, uh, we, we haven't even talked about this yet. Obi-Wan was the first show, or first Star Wars content that we had to where we actually got live-action clone trooper armor. That was, <laughs> that was actual armor. Yeah. Like, and... Boba Fett flashbacks, uh, uh, no, in Mandalorian flashbacks, and then in all of the prequels, all the armor for the clone troopers was all CGI. Yeah. And so we actually got our first live-action actual armor in Obi-Wan. Like, they were actual, like, people in the armor. It wasn't just CGI'd over, and I thought that was really cool. The whole Order 66 things that we've been getting, all those scenes have been pure gold. Absolutely. I think that... I think that already 66 is a really good turning point for Star Wars. Like, if you're going to mark anything, it's, like, before Order 66 and before Order 66. Or after Order 66 and before yeah. Order 66. Yeah. I think that's a good mark. Adrian, do you have anything else you want to say about the the fight? The, the final fight between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan? I don't think so. I think Jordan nailed that one in the head. <laughs> about yeah, we, how we were, it was poetry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I think, I think we should... We should probably start with Adrian next time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. no, I always forget what I'm going to say. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, but, I mean, we're coming up on 45-minute mar- mark, or we passed it. Um, so, closing thoughts on the Obi-Wan show. Obviously, it had its flaws, I think. But um, but if you go back and cut and watch the movie that got cut, which yeah. is now taken down by Disney, you bastards. Sad. Uh, <laughs> They're like... How could they make something better than us? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how Disney, I feel, still sees anything. Anything, good. yeah, like yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. How'd they do that? Um, Why didn't we do that? Okay. On yeah. another note, <laughs> <laughs> so Disney can't take this off because it's on a uh, adult website. <laughs> someone, <laughs> someone put all of the Star Wars movies, like not all the movies, so. Revenge of the Sith and all Order sixty six scenes from Clone Wars to together. Bad Batch. All together, even for Mandalorian, all together, and they posted it on Pornhub. <laughs> and you can watch the whole movie, Revenge of the Sith, it's like four hours long, with all those Order 66 scenes added in. Oh. There's no commercials, no nothing. All you gotta do is type it in, and it's there. Like, <laughs> and it's there. Yeah. Jordan knows because he accidentally found <laughs> he it. He accidentally. I stumbled upon <laughs> yeah. it while I was doing some research. Yeah. Um, for, for the, the podcast. Yeah, for the podcast. Yeah. Oh gosh! But you know what? That whoever did that's a stinking hero. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, closing thoughts. Jordan already gave his piece. Nah, that's not it. That's not the Jordan gave thought. all our piece. He's, he's gonna <laughs> leave it at the porn note. Um, Adrian, your closing thoughts. To me, I think that um, I don't really. I didn't really see any problems with it. Obviously, there's like a few things here or there where you're like, mm. but to me, I think it was a perfect addition to Obi Wan. It was kind of like. Like, I always think that when they do movies or shows that are in between something, kind of like, was it Rogue One? Rogue yeah. One. That one was, like, one of the best Star Wars movies. Yeah. And that, I think they know that that's what we want. We want more of the story between, in between what yeah. we have originally gotten. We don't really necessarily need new characters or new content. We yeah. want explanations. Yeah. <laughs> and I like that we're getting them. Yeah, absolutely. I think for Star Wars too, that's what they deserve. And I don't think I think that if they would have left it just at the original six movies, it would be fine. But Disney then tried to go and add more to it, and then like they'd be like, "You got the Bible," and was like, "This I is really, good. Let's make another." I, I yeah, this is really good. <laughs> let's add to it. Let's, let's really be Mormons. Good. Yeah, let's. Add. <laughs> I'm gonna. We're gonna make this about a religious thing. <laughs> I have Mormon friends who are gonna listen to this. So you I'm did not, not gonna, mean that. I'm not gonna bring it up. But like that'd be like you get a book and you'd be like, let's add Grandma's cookbook to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like no, you freaking idiot. It's the Bible. Don't no. touch it. And I'm sure, I people of religion. I'm not comparing Star Wars to the Bible. Uh, people, Mormons, it is our Bible. Sorry about what Jordan said. I'm not. <laughs> okay. And, Anyways, anyways, um, I think like, I think Disney has learned their lesson on, hey, don't be a little bastard. Just fill in the gaps. Just fill in the gaps, yeah. And if That's you want to make a new Star Wars, you need to get so far removed, so far from the original six. I think that's the problem is they tried to repeat 
yeah. the original six. We don't want that. We already had that. Exactly. Just fill in the gaps or make a whole... Like, the Star Wars universe is so vast and so big yeah. that there would be no reason to have a story similar to itself. Like, you could... I like how they did, like, the Star Wars anime and stuff. Like, yeah. stuff like that that's completely different and new. It needs to be, like, either 100 years in the future or 100 years, years in, in the past. past. It cannot be anywhere near. Yeah. No, it can't be like Republic the next stuff. story. Exactly. Yeah. Old Republic stuff is what I'm looking forward to the most. Exactly. And I mean, you know, because I mean, we still haven't gotten an explanation for how the First Republic was started. Yeah. We just yeah. start the original we, trilogy. Yeah. And Star Wars is one of those movies where it just, you just jump right into yeah, that world. It's world building. And that's what I like. I like when movies just jump right in, but. Then it's perfect for, a f- like, 20 years later. Yeah. Now we can make w- the prequels to how it started or yeah. how it became. That's what we want. We don't want anything new right now or, like, yeah. just after something, yeah. you know? Yeah. The, uh, uh, freaking when Mace Windu brings up, um, oh, well, like, we destroyed the Sith. I would love to hear that story. Yeah. Can we yeah. have that? Can we have the, the story where, where they got where the, I want to see Star Wars The Last Sith. Yeah. Yes. Like that would be screw that the last would be Jedi. amazing. Star Wars yeah. The screw Last the Sith. Last I want to see that. I want to see that movie of a prequel of, of the prequels and I want to see that stuff. Disney has trying to recreate nostalgia and then create it's on top of that because they in the end what they wanted to do is use the legacy characters yeah they wanted to see Mark Hamill return they wanted to see Harrison Ford return they wanted to see Carrie Fisher return and so therefore they put it 10 years in the future yeah. and just say oh all that stuff they did didn't matter yeah yeah it kind of dilutes the stories in that we had originally like exactly. it waters them down they, they kind of just wanted to like you said just remake what they already had and so if you look at interviews from after, uh, I think it was after The Return of the Jedi came out and Mark Hamill was on different interview shows, he says, yeah, we just finished the last movie, should be coming out in theaters. And he said, and George Oxley has an idea for 20 years in the future of making another trilogy of the story of Anakin Skywalker, my father, and his master Obi-Wan. But he says now's probably not the time because he wants it to be more... Uh, more CGI, more, more advanced that we don't have. More effects, exactly. And so yeah, he George Lucas had a plan twenty years in advance already for what he wanted Star Wars. He was to just be. waiting for the Disney proper... bought it. And was just like, hey, let's, let's redo it. it, but this time with a girl. Yeah, and like let's throw away everybody's character development too. Like Finn could have had an amazing character development. Poe. Yeah. There was so got, much potential yeah, in the first so movie, much. and then it just got yeah. worse and worse and worse. It, exactly, and like that's my main frustration with Disney. And I mean like. It comes from a place of, like, such... I'm going to say this, and I may cut it out later. <laughs> but it comes from a place of, like, true ignorance. And I know that, like, people who, like, it's Disney. It's the great god of Disney. What do these three idiots know about making a good movie <laughs> franchise? But I could tell you right now, I didn't like their new movie franchise. I didn't like their movie franchise. Yeah. So if they want to ask, what do I know about it? That's what I know about it, is that there sucks. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like... In all the Disney's infinite wisdom, they couldn't come up with a good Star Wars trilogy. So you know what? Like, I like that they learned their lesson and go back, remake, not remake, but like go back and stink in, add to stories, add context to it. Yeah. And I think that's that's what you need to do if you're going to plan on a franchise. That's what you need to do with anything. That's what Marvel did with itself in the beginning. Yeah. Adding context yeah. to like Captain and, America, the original was a context yeah. to. The rest of and the I think it's it's universe. easier for them to make stuff like that because they already have, they already know how it should end and how it, what it's going to lead to. Where when they made the new trilogy, it's like they started the first one, and then they were like, "Oh, crap! Now what do we do? Like, we got to yeah. finish this story. How are we going to do it?" Because even when they were in the middle of making the third movie, they were still figuring out who Ray was. I'm like, you should have had that yeah. figured out before you even yeah. started the first yeah. one. It was tough, and obviously that comes from backlash because they—I'm sure they went into the first movie knowing what knowing who Ray was, but then came out of it like, oh my gosh, no one liked it, so oh, we yeah. got to change that. I think that or people's theories are better. <laughs> yeah, or people's theories are better, which I think like um, this is a really nerdy thing to say, but um, stinking, <laughs> stinking. There's a YouTuber named Matt Pat of all things. 
and he makes game theory and mm-hmm. film theory, right? You guys know. I'm sure you've heard of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this knucklehead made a YouTube video that was like, stop making, changing your story to fit In either middle, my theory yeah. or stop changing it because I've already guessed it. Yeah. Which I think is a really good way that creatives need to look at things. It's like, you know, they may know your 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 goal six movies ahead. Yeah. But that doesn't mean change it. They may make up a really good point about your character for their next movie. Don't change it because of that. Because in the end, you're supposed to be the professional yeah. writer. Yeah. And it gets all jumbled and lost after that. You're kind of exactly. like... Exactly. Well, I didn't... I don't know why they did that. It didn't seem like it was going that direction, but just because... Yep. Some people yeah. were going that way. Well, something like that happened in the sequels. J.J. Abrams was... They wanted to make different directors for each Star Wars movie for the sequels. Yeah. J.J. Abrams did the first one, then the director of Breaking Bad did the second one, The Last Jedi, the yeah. worst one. Anyways, <laughs> those two producers hate each other in real life. Absolutely hate <gasps> oh, each other. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And this. so if you think about it, They're the battling director each other. of The Last Jedi tried to undo everything that J.J. Abrams did mm-hmm. in... Um, Force Awakens. Yeah. Like Kylo Ren breaking his mask uh, to get rid of it. And then in... Uh, what's the last one called again? The Last Jedi. The Last the, Jedi. The Last Jedi. Yeah. He has to get it fixed because J.J. Abrams is directing it again. He's yeah. like, I and want then, it back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the director for Breaking Bad made Poe and Ray at the end of the show have a love interest in each other. And yeah. then J.J. Abrams in The Last Jedi yeah. made them absolutely you hate each other. You can't do that. Um, Finn was like... Force sensitive and stuff like that. I don't know. And, and then, then they the switch whole, it up. Uh, what's that Asian chick's name? Rose. 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 Yeah. Rose. So he, we the guy from Breaking name. Bad, wanted her to be like this really new, awesome character. But then you see her in the Last Jedi. She has one line. Yeah. Like yeah. Because J.J. Abrams and that director hate each other. They wanted to ruin each other's you work. You just can't do so that. So J.J. Abrams should no. have just had all three because he had a plan. Yeah. He yeah. had a plan for all three, and then this guy from the Last Jedi ruined it. No. Yeah. For the. For the middle one. Yeah, for the middle one. I can't remember the name of the middle one. What is the middle uh, one? The Force Awakens? No, no that's Force the first Awakens. one. That's the first one. The Last Force Awakens. The Last Jedi. The Force Awakens. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Rise of Skywalker is the last one. The, the Rise, Rise of Skywalker is the last one. The second one is The Last Jedi is the second one. Really? The Last Jedi is the second one. We had that wrong. Oh. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Oopsie. Screw those guys. <laughs> Screw them, yeah. J.J. Eh. Abrams should have just had all three. Yeah. Uh, because those directors hate each other, and it was good story, ruined it, and then had to try and fix the ruined story, which made it yeah. an okay story. It made it a wasted... Yeah, so it was... One. Sequel trilogy just never happened. Yeah, and you should never, ever switch directors or anything. Yeah. Even if they like each other, they're going to have different opinions and different things. Yeah. I would have much rather seen a movie, set of movies set... 50 years in the future when you like pick up with the new republic and you've got a new set of characters people trying to figure out what the jedi order is and how does it fit in the new republic politically and where go back to what works mm-hmm. why are we doing this crap yeah. and at the same time those movies are like well this is what worked yeah yeah, yeah and but the first three of them yeah i think that's the problem with i think that marvel and star wars have the same problem where, like you said, they're trying to re- recreate the lightning in the bottle. And it's like, and they're kind of in that area where it's like, what do people like? What do people not like? They don't want to, they want to recreate what people like, but they at the same time want to make it new and with the times. But it's like, Star Wars is its own time. Yeah. Make it its own thing. Yeah, exactly. Quit trying to put your idea and ideals of the world into something into something that, that is not even, even of this universe yeah, that doesn't even take place in this world yeah so it's like it's i don't know i was personally frustrating this was one weird closing statement we yeah. just did we we went really off we of went Obi-Wan on a Kenobi. tangent yeah. <laughs> i forgot yeah. we were talking about Obi-Wan. <laughs> i did a little bit too there towards the end yeah. what is this podcast Dis- about yeah we're just gonna watch this and be like i feel like this is a podcast this is the disney, disney rant like, <laughs> this is this is this is a Disney I, rant series. Exactly. At the end of the, uh, I'm gonna put in the title like Obi Wan episode slash Disney rant slash Disney <laughs> and rant. That's what this is gonna be. Anyways, thank you for watching. This is the Brains in the Jar podcast. Thank you so much for showing up today. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful day. Enjoy the show. Like, subscribe, rate us if you're finding us on Apple or wherever. Thank you so much. Leave a content a comment. 
uh, we don't get a lot of comments. So if you leave one, we'll probably comments. read it on the show. And You'll react be our number one it. fan. Exactly. Um, <laughs> we'll be rea- a whole podcast dedicated to reacting to one comment. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> We're dissecting the comment about how it refers to the MCU and the Star Wars universe. Or us. I mean, like, I don't mind getting criticism. Y'all criticize us. Just say, us. I like your shirt. <laughs> I like, yeah. <laughs> Just say you like Adrian's shirt and then Thank tell you. us how much you don't like Jordan's shirt. And then we'll. It does say Yuma on it, so <laughs> it but does it, say Yuma on it, uh, and then we'll 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 just go from there. We'll do a whole episode about that. Thank you so much for watching. Either <laughs> way, um, if you're looking for uh, uh, potential business owners out there, if you're looking to sponsor a new hip podcast, this is, this the, is one. the one. This is the one. This is the one to do. This All is right. the way. Uh, uh, Mountain Dew, if you're listening, yeah, please sponsor us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have a whole podcast tomorrow On a dedicated Blast. to you. Yeah, exactly. That's We're, a first. We we have a whole podcast based around the dang Mountain Dew, so you guys hit us up. Uh, anyway, thank you for watching. Have a wonderful day. Goodbye.